Hello, welcome to the Age of Sigmar Stat Center, where I, Rob, Roberto, Ob, or Obert, whichever you prefer, um, look at the event results from around the world. It is the 21st of March, March. And I'm with the Twitch chat, where we do this every Monday. We look at event results, we talk about some stories around it. There's been some conversation about some of these in between the recordings, but it's a more condensed version for you guys uh, on YouTube because you're thugs and you don't like it when I waffle. So, so we're going to get into the event results now. Now, the first event that we're going to look at is the one that was held at Warhammer World. It was held at Warhammer World and it was held with the new battle scroll in effect the hunt that's where you give up bonus victory points for certain units if other certain units kill them okay or if you're using certain armies you get additional bonus points all all well and good we have 150 of the 54 players and that was martin morin and he went uh he took a knight draconis a lord commander bastion carthlos two lot units of five liberators four storm drake guard which are um uh for priority targets and six vanguard raptors with long strike crossbows which again are priority targets so it did seem that like while this is a single instance of the battle scroll being in effect it does seem that the units that were already good are still good uh but martin was meant to go to bloodshed in the shire a few weeks ago maybe a month ago and his list was different to the one he was meant to be taking there so maybe mine who arguably has performed well at many events uh whenever he has played um uh has uh, changed his list up to redesign it to work in a way that works well for him under the new restrictions yeah uh, but ultimately uh it was a battle regiment unsurprisingly a one drop with six long strikes you know so there we go so he went 5-0 now in the 4-1 bracket we had laurie hug it wild a member of team england and andrew curry uh, a member of um oh let me just get this right yes a member of team scotland yeah now laurie's been a fantastic player and has played uh, a lot of warhammer over the past year during age of sigma 3 and has done really well with a bunch of different armies now he was running a luminous realm lords list and as stated actually realized that there are other units inside of that book so he took techless and he took a calligrave and then he took 30 wardens 20 wardens 10 wardens five dawn riders and then the emerald life swarm and the umbral spell portal again in a battle regiment so he's got the ability to do the technado which is when you do searing white light from techless and you do mortal wounds in aoe to everyone else and then 30 wardens at 435 points is an incredible unit they do mortals on fives to hit which is insane um with two attacks each but three inch range so you can effectively get 20 mortal wounds out of the unit every single time you fight which is really really good uh they've got bonuses to defense they have a five up ward while near techless so they have can have a three up armor save ignoring rend one with a five up ward which is genuinely very survivable and then he's also got life swarm to bring those units back which is really good 20 wardens and 10 wardens do the same very difficult to deal with very tough to kill uh so uh congratulations to laurie he got four wins and a draw okay so that's him and then also on four wins and a draw is maggotkin of nurgle andrew curry well done to him festus the glockkin and the lord of afflictions now the glockkin we don't see as much as we normally see uh not cookie cutter but we've seen a lot of great unclean ones with master of magic flashy abundance um and of course uh the wither stave the Gotkin does something slightly different inside the army allowing you to get kind of a pseudo counter charge but most importantly allows you to put other units of yours into the enemy units when maybe they don't really want you to because it allows the Gotkin and another unit to charge which means you can start adding on those disease points and start ticking out all of that damage 
He's also got a ward save and is pretty okay in a fight. So Glockin, uh, really interesting at 700 points. Uh, then he's got that Lord of Afflictions, which we see a lot with the Arcane Tome. Uh, reads in the chat, please, for another Arcane Tome in the list uh, with Flaming Weapon. Two Puskal Blight Lords, 10 Playbearers, Fly Blight Kings. Uh, and then he's got a Puskal Blight Lord, a single one, and then two Mind Sealer Sphinxes, which I think is a great inclusion. Because when you double that up with the Glockkin, normally, like I say, you counter charge at the end of your opponent's charge phase, but that means they still get to strike, which is difficult for you. But if you put Always Strikes Last on them, via the Mind Stealer Spheranx, then you get this amazing counterplay. I mean, you're spending a lot of points on the utility to do that. You're spending 700 points on Glockin, and then a further 200 points effectively on the Mind Stealer Spheranx. But what you are effectively doing is making it that you're charging when they're meant to be charging and you're fighting when they're meant to be fighting, which is just incredible. And Andy should be super chuffed with himself. I think that's a really, really great result. So just looking at the 4-1 bracket, the nice mix of armies in the 4-1 bracket. As stated before, there's no army in Age of Sigmar 3.2. Well, in 3.1, we're now at the end of 3.1, and in 3.2, there's been none that have breached the 60% bracket. Now, it would be nice if we got them even lower than that, that army obviously being Seraphon, but none of them featured here. In fact, actually, were there even any Seraphon in attendance? Anyway, doesn't matter. The point is, um, is that the nice mix of armies really showcases that actually there's quite a lot of people in what we call the middle and top brackets, or a lot of armies, sorry, in the middle and top brackets for Age of Sigmar. There are a lot of armies that are still languishing in the bottom bracket, and it'd be really good if they got... And a lot of their problems is the fact that their army needs an update pretty significantly. So it'd be great to see that. Um, but I'm unsurprised to see a very big mix of armies in the 4-1 bracket. First up, Dan Bradshaw of Team England has got himself a bunch of Zangor Enlightened and Dragon Ogres, which is very strong. Um, and starts out 170 wounds and really causes some problems that you probably can't answer in lots of ways going forward uh, only losing to the winner phil marshall with his slaves of darkness has got an archeon um in host of the ever chosen six circles so he knows the priority he knows when he gets to move he gets to do cheeky plays like he just told me in the chat like teleport his chaos lord to be able to make archeon pile and attack twice which is really good he's got some iron golems he's even got some really fun good screens in those untamed beasts two units of those uh james cart with soul black grave lords list has got a really really cool mixture of stuff uh, he had manfred he had 20 grave guard he's got 30 that's right 30 count them if you've got nothing to do skeleton warriors which is really really fun um he also had a corpse cart and he had a necromancer he's got a vampire lord so he's got all of the key pieces to be able to really uh, uh, this is all in vrycross by the way he's got all those key pieces to make all of those units get buffs and make them stronger than they are when you initially pay points for them um and he's got big hitters like manfred in this list as well so really fun list and he only dropped one game nathan watson um really lovely bloke playing legion of the first prince uh, two units of 10 pink horrors kairos and also bellacor but he took the contorted epitome and also the blue scribes which is a little bit of a different mix-up sometimes you normally will see that slaves of darkness uh, demon prince with a bark of corn but maybe the battle scroll um uh, has made it so that he uh, war scroll sorry their yeah, battle scroll has made it so he didn't want to put all of those extra vps on the board probably not but maybe and um, so he's changed that list up a little bit um and then has managed to go 4-1 which is great uh adam sinclair with one of our few 4-1s for carriage and overlords this year so he should be super chuffed with that 
he had a frigate. Well, he had two frigates, sorry. Um, he had himself a big ironclad. He had a couple of characters. And also, Gotrek was in the list as well, really reconfirming the point that carriage and overlords really need something that can push units off objectives. We saw it last week, as I said previously, with uh, Jeremy Vissier, the captain of Team America, using dragons to do the same job dean limus got a really fun list three units of five protectors is his battle line so there's a two up armor save three inch range uh stormcast paladins ready to do battle and then two units of two um uh, annihilators uh, with grand hammers so a lot of his army has two up armor saves he had a lawn impertinent to make their charges better and also two storm track chariots for charging doing all the mortal wounds which is great love that he went 4-1. Mike Wilson had Marathi and the Bow Snakes with a list specifically designed to fight dragons and long strikes. Specifically designed. Uh, and then Oscar McCarthy had a Soulblight Gravelords list that he painted this week. And he had th five units of, no, four units of five Blood Knights. Um, and then he also had, oh, that's the one I forgot. Uh, Radikar and the Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon. Uh, and again, this was all in a battle regiment. Almost all of these armies have been in battle regiments uh, in the 4-1 bracket. Uh, and obviously, he's going to be able to charge, retreat and charge, do mortal wounds, use the uh, use the Castelli bonus or the once per game ability to make them all do loads of damage. They do damage on the charge, obviously. They've got three up armor saves. Um, they've got three wounds each. So uh, they're very, very survivable. You're looking at 15 wounds in those bricks. That's really tough to get rid of. Really strong. Uh, looks like a fun event. Uh, the tables definitely seem to have got better uh, under the under the tutelage of Steve Wren at Warhammer World Events. Previously, I've been pretty down on their t uh, terrain. I've always thought it was pretty sh uh, shoddy, but there are some really pretty tables. So shout out to Steve, particularly on that one, uh, and well done on everyone doing well at this event. Uh, Okay, going over to the Republic of Ireland in Dublin, there's a new gaming centre opened up called Underworld Gaming. It's a great place run by some really wonderful people and they've started having really big Age of Sigmar events, especially locally in that community. Um, and so if you are in England and you want to pop over and visit the Emerald Isle and also spend a lovely time playing some Warhammer, I can't suggest this place enough. Again, if you're from the US or Europe or you want to go over to Ireland and you want to play some Warhammies or visit a great place, then Underworld Gaming is the place for you. Now, uh, they had an, a two-day Age Sigmar event with 18 players, and we had two players go 4-1, and that's Steve Mitchell and Neil Montgomery. Stephen Mitchell was running Lord Croak in Fangs of Sotek, and he's back. Croak's back. I've decided Croak's back. Soros Astroth, Banabera, Skink Star Priest, Skink Priest, the Salicent Prime. We've seen this a lot. The Prime combo inside Seraphon is crazy good. Two units of five source guard, 30 skinks, 20 skinks, and two salamanders, or a unit of two salamanders, basically. Um, now, in a battle reg, and then the command entourage. So, mortal wounds, the, the amount of mortal wounds this list will do will amaze you. You've got mortal wounds coming out of all the shooting from the skinks uh, and the salamanders uh, via the buffs. And then you've also got mortal wounds coming out of the Sullivan Prime and Lord Croak. Mortal wounds, mortal wounds, mortal wounds, mortal wounds, which is really good into a high armor save meta neil who also went 4-1 was running daughters of cain and keltnar with a melisite iron scale marathi cain the shadow queen oh, so it, it's marathi and the bow snakes with got track it's marathi and the bow snakes with got track um by the way no it's blood sisters no it's not it's marathi and the fighty snakes oh i almost made a huge mistake there it's marathi and the fighty snakes okay so he's got 15 blood sisters and got track oh boy oh boy that's great only 82 wounds in this list that is amazing all in a battle regiment amazing 
great work okay so obviously marathi also can make the bitey snakes fight twice as well so that's really good and gotrek obviously can also fight twice as well so you could effectively get four activations it's really nice uh they disbanded and rebranded yeah 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 they they have this is like when the spice girls lost uh um i don't know which one they lost i think they lost ginger spice i'm not sure they lost one of the spices um which is different to five spice a condiment which we all have in our cupboards but none of us have ever used uh it's a particular type of food spice which we, none of us have used either um his anti-dragon long strike list uh two never die heroes and the rest doesn't matter <laughs> okay interesting two never die heroes and the rest doesn't matter is amazing <laughs> uh anyway so get yourself over to a uh, republic of ireland if you get the chance to play or if you want to go and see their brothers up in uh northern ireland obviously you can go and make it over to the exploding dice game event uh, a gaming uh, club over in new zealand and argue like new zealand is small sure but they have a very competitive age sigma scene with some amazing players who even when they travel over to australia pre-pandemic were able to take out major events so while it's small it's deadly as an environment which kind of makes sense for new zealand anyway uh, they had the silver stream smackdown uh and this was in upper hut st patrick's i think is hut a place what the hell anyway so they had no five o's but they had a bunch of four ones james struthers came in first place mac attack uh and we'll go through his list now so james struthers was running a one drop no sorry a two drop uh, Iron Jaws list with a uh, Mega Boss and War Crush, and he had the Destroyer and Fasten. Uh, he also had two War Chanters, a Weird Knob, a unit of six Grunters, two units of three Grunters, ten Brutes, and then he also had 20 Shooters uh, as an ally. So those are Gloomspike Gits Shooters, which he's allied in, which would make a really great screen against other fighting units, or just the ability to hold an objective, which I think is really nice as well. So um, I love that little inclusion. I think that's really good, but it means I like, uh, he also has got a weird knob shaman in there as well, going 4-1. So that's fantastic. Sean Bates, amazing person, great player, has taken the three wind spirits for Lumineth Realm Lords, so Severith and two wind spirits, 30 sentinels, and a Lord, Venari Lord Regent. Um, that is an example of something that's too good in the hands of someone who is too good. That is <laughs> outrageous. That's outrageous skill mixed with outrageous list. Um, and it's still as competitive as any list you can build in Age of Sigmar currently, in my opinion. Jesse Kearns was running a Stormcast Eternals list. He was running Hallowed Knights and he was running a Stormkeep. Now, I was talking about this lots with the Twitch chat. I'm a huge fan of this build. I think Stormkeep is really, really good, especially when you take four units of Vindicators. Uh, you've also got Gardas as well, given a five-up ward, which just makes those units very survivable and means they hold objectives really, really well. He's got a unit of six long strikes, which obviously are great for achieving those battle tactics, and then two units of two Fulminators, which again are great. So the output in this list is real. The survival ability is real um just really really solid all round he also got the lord relictor with uh mirror shield and translocate so he's got some and a knight encounter as well um with celestial blades for that plus one to wound making those formulators have 10 attacks on the top twos and twos uh rent and two damage three rent three damage three whatever um but amazing output so uh i'm not surprised he's done really well with that list ryan lynn watts was running a soul black grave lords list uh, and it was in legion of the night talked a lot about this being able to keep stuff off board really key Belladama, manfred uh, and a necromancer with a master of magic um two lots of 40 dead walker zombies two lots of 20 grave card with great white blades and then 10 dire wolves and then spell portal and life swarm 
Um, so uh, I'm not surprised this list did well and actually plays really nicely into a meta that maybe does or doesn't exist in that particular area. But I really like it. I think it's a clever counterpick for what he might be uh, up against. And then Michael Fell. I hope he's okay. Uh, Legion of the First Prince, Bellacor, Kairos, Bloodthirster, Incensor Rage, Safe Start and Steam Prince of the Mark of Corn, Tempting Horrors, Ten Flesh, Five Flesh Hounds, Hen Plague Bearers, Umbral Spell Portal, all in a battle regiment for a three drop. Uh, not surprised to see this list do well, even though I'm sure people are going to say that the battle scroll is going to change how this plays. This list is still super, super, super good, very solid, and requires a lot of play to play, but because it does it does what it does anyway which stops you achieving battle tactics even though it might give up victory points uh because you can kill some of those units to gain additional victory points now with the battle scroll i still think that this is a very very solid army because you're still if you failed the battle tactic anyway that means you're going to fail um your battle tactic now and fail to get those uh, additional victory points anyway it looked like a bit of a cutthroat event um some really really solid players some really solid lists are performing really really well uh keep your eyes on everyone playing in new zealand because they're all hilarious and if you get the chance and you want to watch something really fun please do check out azir weekly uh which is a um a news uh, like a comic news source imagine the onion but for warhammer and it's really really good to check out okay so over in uh daventry which is in northamptonshire in the united kingdom what ho how British am I? said Declan as he won the event. He went 5-0 with a big war. He wrote his list on paper and submitted it to the TOs. In his list, he had a Mega Boss or More Crusher, that's the Fasten and the General, Touched by the War, Riptooth, and the Arcane Tome, the Hand of Gork, meaning he gets bonuses to cast. That's right. He's so pip pip, tip top, and what ho, he defeated all enemies. Um, double War Chanter and then a Wurgog Prophet. So this is Big War, where you can generate Big War points, which is really, really good uh, because you can get plus one to hit, plus one to wound at a certain point if you get enough War points, which is going to work really nicely on those two units of 10 Brutes. So, and thank you, Samcon, for donating, uh, not donating, for subscribing to the show. Uh, so those two War Chanters uh, are going to be able to make them do damage too, and that's some prodigious output especially hitting on twos, wound on twos, because they become really reliable. He's got also two units of five hard boys uh, for deck chairing the back objectives uh, or screening. He's got five, he's got Iron Skulls boys, two big stabbers, and also three gore grunters as well. So very much like what we said previously. So this isn't too far off, obviously, just running an Iron Jaws list, but uh, with the Wurgog Prophet for doing mortal wounds and also, in addition, the ability to get those war points up, uh, you could build up a really strong army. Now, Declan has been playing time and time and time and time again um, over the course of Age of Sigmar 3. His skill level has gone up and up and up. He was playing with Gits, and he did a blog post on his blog, wohammer.com, where he talked about the fact that he really felt like he was pushing a rock uphill and was able to go nowhere with it and switched over to playing with his Iron Jaws or Big War Army and has really been able to keep improving and excelling as a player. And I'm really happy to see him go 5-0. His first time he's ever gone 5-0. So super chuff for him. Well done to him. Congratulations to Declan. Shows if you put the work in, yeah, and you're also conscious that your army maybe isn't going to be good enough that you are able to succeed. So a huge congratulations to him. Uh, big shout out. At this event, there was... 
uh, a Daughters of Cain list run by Baz, who's fairly new to playing competitive agency mark. It should be super chuffed. He went 4-1 with his Marathi in the Bow Snakes list. Tom Wainwright also went 4-1 as well with his Saves to Darkness with a similar list to what we saw play at Warhammer World. It had Archeon. It had two units of Varangard. It was all hosts the ever chosen and Six Circle. Matthew Bell did super well with his Luminous Realm Lords army, which, of course, was Techless and 30 Sentinels. No idea how he pushed that army up. And then Alex Island was running a grit and clean one 20 play bearers, a bunch of beasts of Nurgle with horticulate slimux, and went for one with it as well. Really good. We've seen that time and time again. Massive shout out uh, to those players for doing really, really well. They should be super chuffed with themselves. Really, really proud. Like going for one is an achievement no matter what you do it with or where you do it. So congratulations to you. Uh, really keen for you guys to have a good day. Now, all of this was recorded over the course of about three hours. Obviously, you guys are watching or listening back to a more condensed version. And if you have enjoyed it, you can join us live on Twitch Monday through to Friday, 11 until uh, 1, 2. Depends on how long we go for. Um, it's super fun to hang out uh, and talk about it if you want. And if you would like to be a legend, you could obviously subscribe, like the video, share it to your friends, share it online, all that sort of stuff would be really good because it would really help me and it would help the team. Now, you can find all of the Honest Wargamer stats on the honestwargamer.com. Uh, that's not this. Oh, no, I didn't bring it up. Terrible end to this video. But you can find them all on the honestwargamer.com. Now, Rob and Ziggy the guys who help produce all the stats uh, or help sorry no they do all of the stats and you can find the most common you know, the most up-to-date and most informative stats on age sigma there completely free and you can learn lots of information about how your army plays and about how um, your army does and also army lists that you might want to play at future events so please do go check it out i will be doing a deep dive on the stats this week so please do check out the video for then thanks very much for tuning in hope you enjoy yourselves again shout out to the twitch chat Thanks for making my day fun every day. See you guys soon. Big love.